transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. understand why it's not coming through david are you having any trouble i can hear you i can hear you all right i'm gonna roll with this it is super strange i can't hear myself but at least it's not echoing guys <laughs> all right well either you might way just have to edit that whole first part out yeah the first seven eight minutes of the of this recording leave <laughs> yeah, it in there it's like a tech nerds It's a a gentle reminder that I don't always know what I'm doing. (laughs) Zoom gods. There we go. Smiting you. Dude, the Zoom lords, man. Sometimes they do get me. I don't know what their fucking deal is, man, but they're they're out for blood sometimes. Now I'm (laughs) now I'm paying them. (laughs) It's all good. The Zoom lords are what they are. So this is a significantly smaller mic stand, so I'm going to be really close. I'm going to look really cute in this recording. <laughs> Fucking Jeremiah tried to get me. Uh, he he grilled me one 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 podcast about not doing video things, and I've never. Considered- yeah, I started to I started to listen to that that last weekend. Him asking about. Yeah. He listened to one with me and Nick, and I was like, "Where's the video?" <laughs> yeah, he always. Uh, I mean, he makes a good point. Like he says, uh, it's really, you know, it's really fun to hear all of our voices, but because we're all so familiar with each other, it's like this idea of like, you know, but I want to see that face. I know exactly what that face is is making when he's, when they say that, you know, and I don't want to. <laughs> and I thought that was really cool. I was like, that's, that's kind of like a good point. I was like, ah, maybe i'll get around to it but it's also a consent thing i gotta make i gotta get consent from each and every one of you assholes to get to, to do it. video rape me <laughs> i didn't consent I, I didn't consent yeah it's a. Uh, don't know it's always been an interesting like debacle the idea of video but i prefer audio i've got the i mean the old the age-old joke i got the face for audio <laughs> yeah you know? i hear you killed the radio star <laughs> Oh man, I but, think it'd be cool to do one like, like a in person, you know, like a one hundred, one hundred, yeah, round That's, table. That would be the best. Uh, it would be really fun. I've been throwing the idea around. Like, it seems like we all really would love to get together at some point, and so I really think it'd be fun to try and plan that out. Just get like as many of us together as we can. Just yeah, for, you know. Uh, even just like one fucking day i think it'd be really great but it'd be fun to figure yeah. that out like i think if everybody's down i mean um, yeah since i'm in the middle of the state then everybody could can be here it's kind of fun yeah. you know sure. fucking caleb idaho and yeah sleep over at dusty's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. hell yeah dude that'd be, that'd be, that'd be, that'd be, that'd be, that would be uh genuinely i think i, I think 
like it'd be a really fun time i think it'd be really great just to like get everybody together so we we should i'll I, i'm gonna keep uh we'll keep messaging everybody each other about that idea because i think it'd be for sure good for all of us man but uh sounds, yeah dude sounds I, good you know who i found out is a recent listener of the podcast who motherfucking hollywood vines dude <laughs> yeah, he res- he responded to my when I tweeted out that video, the Ian Nick one. Yeah, said he was hilarious, and Jones got into it too. Yeah, I got a, I, uh, I got the an episode of uh, podcast with Jameson coming up at some point yeah. here. Yeah, uh, hear some of his old stories about the the, the armadillo, the fucking Arkansas. Armadillo. The, the, the guy, the-, the guy who took such big shits, he had a poop knife in his toilet. <laughs> Oh my <laughs> <God>. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, <laughs> uh, you have to ask him about that. You gotta, yeah. you gotta cut him down to get him down. This <laughs> 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 fucking darling. Oh my god, man. Yeah. Jeez, uh, dude. Like, what, yeah. How's the how's the week been for you guys, though? I mean, I feel like I just got I got back from like a slow camping trip, and I just got immediately got thrown back to the wolves. And so the last two days at work has just been like. <sighs> Yeah, crazy. But what about you guys? Uh, it's been busy. I I uh, crashed my mountain bike pretty hard on that. Shit. On the Fourth of July. So bad that I went to the hospital the next day. Got like a chest X-ray and stuff. And ooh, been working through that. Fuck. So yeah, but I'm fine now. But yeah, it's still a little sore. Yeah, for that's real, gnarly. Though. Yeah. Where were you biking? Uh. Come down number two canyon. Oh yeah, okay. Way up there. Of course, it was dark, you know, after fireworks and stuff. Fair enough. Living on the edge. Poor decision. Poor decision. (laughs) (laughs) We've all made them. We've all. Yeah. I've made. I think I've made more than. I think I've made enough bad decisions for all of us combined for the rest of our lives. (laughs) Um, (laughs) My week. My week was good. Like it's just. Where, uh, because like the COVID restrictions lifted at work. Yeah. So we were doing, um, so Dusty, I work at a rehab facility. We were doing yeah. intake days like Monday and Thursday for new clients coming in. Mm, yeah. But since they lifted the COVID restrictions, like we're doing intakes every day. Whoa. So it's just been, this week has been, yeah, it's been a lot. Yeah. So hopefully it gets to a point where like it just, we get used to it, but it was just super stressful. And then, yeah, yeah like, after that year of you know stuff being so slow, and you get kind of get used to that that other routine, and now you're like going back to the wolves. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in a much smaller way, like because because that that sounds like sheer. That, that sounds like it'd be pretty like stressful. So yeah, oh for sure, on you, David, but. Um, yeah, yeah. In a small way, in comparison, like it's it has been like kind of just like bizarre at work again. It seems like um, for me, am I like at the cafe? It's just sort of like it feels like the same way it did at the beginning of COVID, where it was like there was just like too much random shit happening, <laughs> and so it's just sort of like you know, it's like okay, like do we have to like make people? like you know it's just it's just it's just all like so there's just so much going on that it's like yeah you're kind of like 
but like am i allowed to do this uh, you know like, <laughs> yeah. So, it's, like yeah i was yeah. in starbucks like waiting to get my online order and i'm like i'm standing too close to this person or what you know <laughs> yeah well i was like you know like for me i've been starting you know like i'm you know glad i got vaccinated and everything and, and i'm starting to like you know totally be like i'm starting to get more comfortable without a mask play at certain places you know situationally i'm like whatever like i don't mind putting it on if people need me to put it on but mm-hmm. yeah for sure it's like not an inconvenience at this point but like, i kind of uh, miss i miss it a little bit not gonna lie the anonymousness of it there is a certain night that is kind of nice I, I agree with you there it's uh, it's helpful at my day job because i really don't give a shit about what people like think of me or, like, yeah care to like perceive me as so i'm just like whatever you got the eyes up okay <laughs> <laughs> let me get a look at let me get a look at that map yeah. i want that boy that i want that boy to pour me my drink <laughs> <laughs> wow but, yeah. you see that no, see the eyebrows like, on that boy it's, it's <laughs> it is kind of strange though because like i mean I'm I'm grateful for things getting back to like a, you know a little more normal. I am like you know cautiously worried about you know certain things, uh, but I I don't think you know I don't think we like it's I don't know I don't think it's something that we should really like continue to limit too much anymore. And yeah. In, in terms of like thing you know I think it's great to like continue to reinforce that like businesses and like you know certain types of like facilities can and should continue to do like you know things that work for them but like i said it feels kind of good sometimes to just like remind myself that i don't have to wear one (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) yeah because at my day job we're still like we're still it's so strange dude like we uh, lifted the the face the you know the like the ban or the yeah requirements and stuff um, so, you know, if you're vaccinated, come in without a mask, uh, I guess, but we're still making, they're still making us on staff mm-hmm. wear masks, which we're all, oh, yeah. we're all vaccinated and everything. And, yeah. They just, they don't want to get a lawsuit on their hands, basically. Well, and that's why I was confused about it. <laughs> I don't like, fucking care about you. I feel like that's really weird messaging because I'm like, every time somebody else comes in, they see me and I'm just like, I don't want you to perceive me as unvaccinated. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, like, on you. <laughs> well, it's like, well, because, you know, it's like, it's one of those things Like, I really think that people should, should, you know, get vaccinated with, you know, if they have the access, which is really accessible at the moment. Um, but you know, it's like I don't know. It just seems strange. It's like I want them to like come in and be like, you know, like look at this, look, look at this guy. What's he waiting for? You know. <laughs> but it's like you know, I've did my, I've done my part, man. I've yeah. done it. All right. You should you know, just I'm her, emitting five you know? G as we speak. I don't mind. <laughs> Hey, I'm, I was hoping they would kick in when I was on the mound last weekend to me, listen to music a little bit easier <laughs> as, you're, as you're going down. <laughs> Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready for my super soldier serum to activate. So now that would be sick. All of a sudden, you just get pumped the fuck up. <laughs> <So> that, <Yeah. laughs> I don't know why it sounds like a robot, but you know, <laughs> sounded like a uh, like a pneumatic tool or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude! Yeah, it's like I don't know. It's a, I'm looking forward to man. Like, have you guys thought about like? things like like going to like a show or anything as they start opening back up dude 
Taking Back Sunday and Jimmy World are playing in, in Spokane in uh, October, and I can't no, wait. No joke, no joke. Yeah. yeah. What date I is that? It's like a Friday the 16th, I want to say. Dude, that's right before my birthday. Uh, that'd be dope. That'd be fucking sick. I wonder, oh man, I'm gonna have to look it up after this pod and see what tickets are like, because that would be, you know, we talked about maybe like, I, I talked about maybe trying to go over there in the fall. That yeah, would be that'd maybe, be awesome. Aren't they playing in a park or something like that? Yeah, Riverfront Park. They put like a, I haven't seen it. I haven't been down there, but they put in, it's called like the Pavilion. It's, they like remodeled it and there's a venue there now. Is this supposed to be kind of like Marymore Park? Marymore is like, it's, it's like you were going on Walla Walla Point Park, but they put it off and they built a stage. Yeah, essentially. Death yes. Cab's playing in September too, so they-, they Yeah, like actually... I saw that and was like, because I think I'm off that week and I was like, how many do you go see Death Cab in there? Hmm. Well, let me know. Yeah. Dude, I want to was... see Manchester too, so we'll see. Yeah, I'd like to catch them. Dude, that's that's crazy. Taking back Sunday and Jimmy World though, I'd love to see them. I, I like, I don't know. There's something, like, both of those groups are like groups that go like, way, I go way pretty, pretty mm-hmm. back, far back with. Yeah. Hell yeah. It, yeah. Is it the Bleed America anniversary yeah. tour or something? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I hope yeah, yeah. they I hope their final song is the middle. They gotta end with the middle, right? <laughs> they probably hate playing that song. Oh. <laughs> have you guys have you guys continued to catch have you guys caught Modest Mouse's newest stuff? Like I mean Dusty yeah, off uh, have you David? I unfortunately I haven't, but they're also playing in Spokane in the fall, so I feel like I should like get caught up on that. Wait, I was just thinking about that today. I'm like, I feel like their album was about to drop. Because I've only, was it the 25th of June? Uh, I don't exactly remember. Maybe maybe I'm thinking it's supposed to come August 25th. Yeah. But, I just heard uh, We Are Between, which is a good song. Yeah, I think it had some strong singles. I'm not, you know, I'm, how do I say it? I love The Mouse. The Mouse is like, again, one of those groups that just like, it's like, you're not going to let go of it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Taking Back Sunday is one another one for me that David let, that you mentioned. And, uh, yeah. Same thing with Jimmy Eat World. Goddamn, all three of those. But <laughs> but anyway, it's like it's it's with that the newest album. It, it feels like he's kind of playing like a little bit to like to the crowd, and I don't I don't necessarily hmm. know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. It seems like how you remember you guys remember when like um, Good News popped off. And it, poppy, and like, they were a lot more poppy on that album. Yeah, and it became like a success. I think I feel like that's what they're going, they're trying to achieve with this album. Hmm. Is like trying to achieve that, like another like bump, you know, that will sustain them for yeah. a little while. And I don't, I don't know if that's the goal. I don't know if it's heartfelt, but I think not, that there's probably they're playing or listening to Ben Gibbard on this podcast talking about. It was actually the baseball podcast because he's like a huge baseball fan. And he, it was when their, their last album came out and he was talking about like you're you realize that you get to point in the band after so many years that you're not gonna have that smash it album again and you're just trying to you know get a couple good songs on one album basically yeah yeah he's like i'm not gonna be able to recreate plans or transatlanticism he's like you know it is, yeah. it is like that's why he kind of got away from the postal service too like i can't ruin that album basically yeah that's one of my favorite albums like ever made so yeah i understand that yeah yeah fair enough um god damn guys this is so bad uh i really have to like you guys can you guys talk for a second i have to i have to i have to five minutes sorry 
Keep talking. Keep talking about music. What? I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> what the that? hell is going on? Did you Did you check out Wamageddon? I, I honestly think I've seen that before, and um, it was just there's a movie kind of like that about like a killer tire. <laughs> it reminds me a lot of Things Killing. Those movies are over the top. Well, they're so self-aware, but there's like three of them. Acting is so bad. <laughs> oh, they're it's terrible. It's, it's, like so- the, it's like the Ginger Dead Man. <laughs> <laughs> or even there's like a whole genre of those kind of movies that are like so low budget to the point that it's like what the fuck like how did, how did this get made <laughs> ten thousand dollars to make this i was like what is going on I was like they have this llama and this just absolutely awful like drawn out party scene that was like so unnecessary <laughs> like what are you doing there's this whole scene where this girl like pours a drink for this guy to give to another girl and it's like two minutes of this i'm like literally <laughs> <laughs> they're just like stalling for time yeah yeah it's like oh we gotta fill out an hour and a half of them just for this shit here like, needless exposition here yeah did they all yeah. die at the party scene that's when people first started dying yep the llama the, the, he just the party the grandparents' house, which huh. the grandparents were killed by the llama at night. <laughs> the llama's in space. <laughs> it came in on his. It was just a horse trailer, but they made it look like a, a fucking rocket that landed <laughs> on Mars. <laughs> that is the oh typical like this pr- professor guy. Yeah. Professor guy fly in and go. I've never seen anything like this. <laughs> and then he got back on the helicopter and left immediately. <laughs> Oh, for real? <laughs> that sounds pretty pointless. Deepest apologies, there, fellas. It's my brother. It's my little brother's birthday, and I oh, him earlier, and he was like calling me right there, and so I was just like, "This is the moment I have." Have to oh, yeah. because he's hanging out with his girlfriend in Seattle, so I was like, "They're probably gonna be be doing something else later." So I really appreciate that, guys. But sure. how old yeah. is he now? Ethan just turned thirty. Shit. Doesn't that? It just boggles me. It boggles. Yeah. <laughs> What's mean, his girlfriend like? Is his girlfriend pretty cool? I've only met her once, but uh, she, yeah, she seems really cool. She's You're just like, ah, uh, she's a total bitch. Nah, like, <laughs> she seems like she's into like Twin Peaks and uh, like David Lynch. It's a great stuff, show. Like, kind of yeah. like, you know, some, some pretty cool like. Eraserhead changed her life. Dude, Eraserhead is <laughs> such a weird movie. I've not seen that so don't. long. I'm not a fan of that movie, but the first two seasons of Twin Peaks, especially the first season, they're pretty fucking good. I agree, man. I love Twin Peaks, actually. I got, it's one of those shows that, like, I, I, I even, like, it was just recently that it popped back into my head that I would like to rewatch it. And then I have never watched, like, the newest stuff. Either. I haven't either, unfortunately. No. Yeah. yeah. I really need meaning to watch that entire series since I like that style. Yeah, there's a show I watched recently that was kind of like that, and I was like way into it. I was like always been meaning to get around to watching that. I think it was on Netflix though, so you maybe know, someday. Do I smell a podcast brewing? <laughs> <laughs> this asshole over here. You're like always trying to branch out. Yeah, like. <laughs> 
we go to the Twin Peaks and uh, Twin Peaks restaurant. Cleo. It's in Washington. Yeah. Yeah, 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 dude. I, I, I still. Have That's a damn coffee. good cup of coffee. Yeah. Yeah, damn fine. <laughs> I have I have a or pin damn somewhere. fine. Yeah. I have a pin somewhere like that has that on there. It's like I, I, <laughs> I like I have it. It's on my denim. I bet. I bet. But on oh, my denim. <laughs> my, That's right. My That's denim. <laughs> where I keep my stuff too. My <laughs> it's good to have one, man. I think I, I got one. Uh, I got I got me myself a denim jacket like four or five years ago at a Goodwill. Did you cut the sleeves off? Oh no, it still has oh, sleeves. I, I'm not that bold. <laughs> I remember, I remember in in high school when I was a senior and like, I was still really good friends with Daryl Sims, but he got like a leather jacket and immediately was like, this like badass, you know. <laughs> good. Like, all the chicks were like, that's a cool jacket, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude, leather somehow, leather somehow just makes the makes everything a little better, you know. Yeah. It just makes you seem a little cooler. You oh, shine. I thought you said I thought you said denim. I did say denim. Did you say denim? Yeah, I'm talking about oh, like I a, thought you said leather. like a Levi, like a jean jacket. <laughs> I thought you said leather. No, <laughs> that was actually pleather. Oh, dude, I once there's once I think uh, I found a pair of pleather pants. Ooh, at a Goodwill, and it was. It, it w- wasn't worth tr- the joke, I guess. <laughs> was, yeah, that's... squeezing into them wasn't worth the the, the comedy. <laughs> They're uncomfortable, dude. It was, <laughs> I just remember I tried to squeeze like I got one full leg in, and it was like it was just like such a struggle. It was so tight, like the entire time. You're just like, <sighs> there's like no breathe. There's no they don't breathe, you know. So you're just nuts are just dripping and sweat. Yeah. Yeah, you just yeah, that and it makes it so much worse. Like your thighs, your nuts, you just like fucking you're so sweaty that by the time you try and pull them off, it just like sticks. It's like you might as well have glued them like, off. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh god. <laughs> that reminds me of one out. time I uh, I bought a pair of green pants from the Goodwill. Yes. It was a, it was like a night we were gonna go play at the open mic night, and I think we were just kind of fucking around. <laughs> Got those pants, and then I remember us. Uh, Going to Sherry's or something like that before, and then I sat in my car and like the, the ass of them just ripped. I, was like, you know? I remember, I remember going to uh, for the show Sherry's every Friday just so we could hear the guy say "muzzy sticks." <laughs> yeah, there was Mr. Love there too. Oh my God, dude, Mr. Love. Yeah, so Sherry's closed. Mr. Love, dude. Sherry's Sherry, closed. It's closed. Yeah, the, like Flannery was in town a few months ago, and randomly me and Todd Sutherland <laughs> met up with him, and he wanted to meet at Sherry's. And oh. uh, we tried to go there, and it was closed. Mm. Like, yeah, I drove by there the other day, and it looks like they're changing it to something else. Dang, man. There's still a share yeah. somewhere over here. I oh, really? I want, it's a dying brand. brand uh, I just, brand, I yeah. I was never really a fan of their food. It was just more like, it was just, you know, at that time in Wenatchee, there really wasn't many places to go that would cater a group of asshole high school kids. At one in the morning, you know, like... <laughs> After tripping, not tipping for shit. Like, here's a ten cent tip, you know. Yeah, 
We're, and we're in that big ass banquet banquet room after being at the, the Grange. There's like yep. 10, 15 of us all just ordering like sampler platters and no <laughs> It was, dude. It was always sampler platters and shit, dude. It's just sampler platters of all mozzarella sticks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, they were good. <laughs> they were good. There's mozzie sticks. <laughs> the mozzie stick, man. That is the, I want that to be a song title. I'm gonna have to we, write a song. Well, didn't we have? Did we ever have one about the Mozzie? So, no. So s- steal armadillos. We had a song um, where there was like a ref. There was a song. I think it was called Hurley Hurley Hat, and there was a reference <laughs> to the mo- to Mozzie sticks. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. the Hurley Hat. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, steal armadillos, man. What? Like what are the kind of what are the kinds of random tracks were do you remember from that day? We only made a couple because like that was like a really short thing because I remember it was I could have swore you were in that Dusty, but I know it was me, Rex, and Rudy. Um, and J- Jones was in that. Yeah, James. That's right. Jones. That was right. part of yeah. Jameson played bass in that, I believe. Yeah, we recorded like three songs. Um, I think we had one, sh- maybe one show, and then we tried to do something serious, and it just like never panned out. The fat fam in the flood. Yeah, which I thought was a was a clever name at the time, but <laughs> three uh, S. <laughs> I mean, look, I named a band directly after a, a teacher. <laughs> there you go. I feel bad to this day sometimes thinking about this. I think one, it's an honor, but then two, I immediately think, I wonder if he's like never. I, I wonder if he's tried to keep that music away from his kids. <laughs> I wonder at the time he probably must have just been like what the fuck <laughs> yeah exactly he's like why are these kids so obsessed with me now, John was always really cool actually hey when you have a plaque but, on your desk like that you're asking for it you're asking for it but I, I yeah I don't know I mean when we when we stomped and, and delivered I think Metal De Niro to him like I don't know if he was I don't know if he was really wanting that whole uh, that, I don't know if he I want I want to know if he listened to that album is what I guess you guys like gave him a copy of the CD or something? We we like marched into his classroom in like the middle of a class. And, yeah. Like, <laughs> Jared had already graduated at this point, so technically Jared was just trespassing the grounds. Like that's didn't, awesome. Didn't check in, so there was no visitor pass. <laughs> that that reminds me of like so. Speaking of the steel armadillos, that was like before that happened. I remember. Um, Elliot talked me into they were doing like a battle of the bands at the junior high yeah. and I was already in yeah. high school at this point and I showed up and I swear to god that uh fuck what was the vice principal's name Loomis um, Mr. Loomis just gave me this look like like what the fuck are you doing here <laughs> <laughs> you know like what is happening what Loomis, dude, <laughs> Loomis was such a like he was like a like just this little bulldog that like needed to like take his anger out on things sometimes like that guy was not the most friendly of vice principals I'd you say. know what's you know what's weird though is like for me it was different because when really? i was in junior high like i was getting in a, a lot of trouble with the uh female principal and oh, he yeah. was always like an advocate for me and would always be like you know this is like talk like miss hardy yeah she hated me like and so he would always like be an advocate for me and be like look i'm sorry like i can't do anything about this you know oh that's interesting that that is really interesting man like i I mean like 
don't know. I I, I, I mean, I guess, yeah. I, I always imagine the man's not one-sided, but like, yeah. I mean, I was like, a lot to handle then, but. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I mean, when I was in junior high, it was, it was sort of similar, dude. Like, Miss Hardy, like, she had like a fucking beef out for me, dude, because. Good beef for everybody. I'm, well, I remember at the beginning of fucking like, I don't know, ninth grade or some shit like that. She had like made this, this big stink to like try to rope me into the school government thing mm-hmm. whatever that was she, this called, she right? saw something in you like, yeah oh, she guy. saw some fucking potential right that looks like a tricky he's got politician. the face for audio i know it yeah <laughs> 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 uh, but she, but i told i was just like fuck i was just like i went to like one thing and i was like no this is like weird bullshit i'm not interested mm-hmm. and so i just never went back and ever and then like that year she just like every time i turned around a corner it was like she was like hawking me you know like watching me and then like i remember getting into a fight in the middle of the fucking lunchroom where a bunch of people were like shoving me around and shit and she runs down the stairs and like grabs me out of the circle and drags me up to the office and was like you're the one in trouble and i'm like what the fuck is going on man this that sounds a, a classic case of grooming you know <laughs> he's grooming you <laughs> not interested in this grooming at the prime no. age of 18. Uh, but no, it was strange, man. It was strange, man. And, and then Loomis, for me, like, he uh, he was just kind of like the enforcer for things. Like, somebody else, like a teacher would like, I was a shithead in, in ninth grade, dude. I was a yeah. shithead. Oh, like, we I, all were. Uh, but, like, he would, like, <laughs> somebody would send me down and he'd be like, you know, he'd be the guy yelling at me. I got beat yeah. the fuck up one day by, a, I don't even got, I remember his name, but I, like, I remember we both got dragged at the office and when we were in there me and like loomis basically like suspends both of us and then like he tells me to my face that he's only suspending me for like that it was like two days or something like that so i could come back to school with my shiner so everybody would make fun of me and, <laughs> and, and that happened man i came back and like i was like oh man it was it was belittling it was <laughs> yeah well, that's kind of a clever punishment by him not gonna uh, lie i was he couldn't use the paddle that was in his office anymore so he <laughs> came up with a better approach as i the guess shame. but, but no that's interesting man I'm, I'm glad to know that like at least maybe he wasn't like always yeah aggressive to like every student you know and I wonder how, like, I wonder how in a school like that with three, uh, you know, sort of administrators, they have to juggle the responsibilities of being disciplinarians. You know I th- what I mean? Like I think that, like, cop. I think part of, like, with me is that I think he might have been maybe, like, a little sympathetic because, you know, I lost my mom in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. So I think he might have been a little sympathetic t- towards, like, you know, there's a reason that this kid might be situation. acting out. Yeah and doing some of the things he's doing because he doesn't have you know what i mean he's going through a hard time so i think i think that might have played into it but yeah well that's really interesting man because he's like you know like that's i think that's being like i think in the position that they're in uh as educators i think it's a really important thing to recognize that about students you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like recognize where that behavior is coming from exactly you know and so that's kind of cool to hear it really is i also remember that there's a band at some point in, in town that was just named loomis uh, that was actually after mr loomis it was like i didn't know that yeah. stealing our thunder I'd have to, yeah right <laughs> now, uh i'd have to talk to that what's that cat dustin man dust that dustin hayes uh oh okay uh, uh who did like the history of it he'd probably know like what kind of music they were yeah, and everything i follow that guy on instagram he always posts some cool pictures of like 
it's like he's like curating a history or like a museum of like old music shit from Wenatchee. Yeah. So I wonder. Pretty cool I wonder, and stuff. I wonder if there's a um, if he ha- if he uh, if there's any Whack Arnold's, you know. <laughs> <laughs> gotta sit down, Whack Arnold's round table. Honestly, uh, he probably he probably like I mean him if anything would like maybe have any piece of like flyer or merch or whatever I, flyer like random somewhere. thing that might have yeah. been floating around at the time. There's two things that like I I've like repeated myself on these a million times, but there's two interesting things. So one, I remember where we were like. We got the head billing on that show, and we were the head on the poster. Yeah, because <laughs> we told people that like it was this really good band from Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And then I, I also re- I also remember like two years after it happened, I was at a party, at, coincidentally with Daryl, and there was this guy there, and he came up to me, and he's like, "Hey, you were in that Whack Cardinals band." He's like, I-, "I loved you guys. You guys." We're just like anal cunt. I could get you guys a show <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> Don't hear that every day. Yeah. The yeah, AC. That'll, that's something we'd have to put on the back of the 80 tracks and 80 minutes album. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're like, you're, they're just like anal cunt. <laughs> we're like anal cunt. <laughs> no, that's the whack Arnold's man. Like, now that was like, that to me was one of like, like for me like there's a handful of the bands that i made that like really are you know just favorites and the whack arnold's was just so much fun because it was Mm -hmm. like energy destruction and like yeah i don't know we were just having like a good time with it the entire like you know and i think in that way it was like this very sort of like you know andy kaufman-esque like gimmick where it's like you have to be in on the joke Mm-hmm. Like you have to understand that we're like we're doing this because it's like we know we're fucking with you, and it's King Lawler, and Lawler's in on it. You know? you know, and it's like, you know, if only, dude, if only, if only that knave would have been fucking, uh, you know, didn't unplug us that bastard. But yeah, oh, that, I, mean, I mean, he could have been a plant. Maybe he was. No, Scott went deep with that one. No, uh, the, <laughs> no, that it, was, that, that it was just such a fun project because, it, like, how did it? Like, I can't remember exactly how it got started that day. Like, we were fucking. I do. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Please, please so, enlighten us. So, <laughs> um, so Dusty wouldn't have so because Dusty, you were a year behind Jared, right? Two years. Oh, so you wow. were. Uh, yeah, we you were graduating when. Uh, so it was when you I was were graduating in, when I was a freshman. It was in. That's so weird. So it was, it was when I was in ninth grade and Jared was in eighth grade. We, uh, the school put on this play called Godsend. Okay, so they were looking yeah. for uh, uh, a band to play for the for the show, right? So they they put all the, all these flyers for like. Uh, tryouts come try out to be the band for this new school play and i remember i went up to jared and i was like dude how funny would it be to just go and just play really fucking shitty music because all these other people are going to be super serious trying to get this role like how funny would that be and so it it like morphed from there because we were watching a bunch of Chappelle show that's where the name that's yeah. how it started yeah yeah that's fucking i I'm, I'm like i re, i'm now we're like kind of like re- remembering these this a little yeah, bit yeah i remember god it's just like 
yeah that is that sounds exactly on point for us you know (laughs) (laughs) and and, yeah and it just it did like it just kind of went from there you know and um what was the what if what if you were super serious the whole time you, you got it and you just classic bait and switch at the end when they actually go to perform. That would have been cool. That's a good yeah. <laughs> This whole work. That would have been better. Well, that would have required me actually being able to play an instrument, but yeah. Same, dude, same. At, at, Take it until you make it. At, at that moment, I hadn't even like, you know, but I was, I was I re- still yelling into a microphone for everybody. Like, th- we went through so many variations because I remember the, the we earlier we mentioned where we had our first show where we told people we were this band from Seattle or whatever. Because the first live show, it was me, you, Andy Cutrich, and then um, <laughs> and, and and Nick Jackson playing a bass with the string missing. <laughs> so cutty. Oh my god, dude. And I forgot Cutrich was there. I used to roll it, with him, man. Very and then tough. it morphed into, you know, Dusty being in it and Rex, and that was more like um... That was like a more. That's when we we recorded the four song EP. Yeah, Coke Dorn, man. That's when Coke Dorn happened, and that. Yeah. God. What, oh wait. What were the? What were some of the other tracks off of there? Though there was um. Did, it was. Hey, there, I remember everything. What okay. They, what, so, they got, what did they got? So there was Coke Dorn. There was whack intro. Yeah, the um, whack intro. <laughs> oh God, the Wenatchee Valley, and yeah. hey there, and hey there, Cormano. <laughs> 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 so random. Coke oh, Dorn has to be the coolest name ever. Yeah, dude, that, that guy, guy was that awesome. Guy what a badass man! I mean, like he, he was, was like he was such an interesting neighbor to have. Like because he just he was always just super friendly, but kept to himself. But was always like the friendly like you know grandpa like figure would he give you, if you advice like he would come man. on over i'll give you some like he's fucking mr wilson yeah Store. like that was that was like the weird like you know, he, would, he would do strange things like he smelled like sometimes if you got too close to him he smelled like mountain dew and vodka and it was like, <laughs> oh, God. i remember I've, what were you gonna say i was just gonna say i just i, I mean like he must have like that must have been like a drink of his or something man because like he <sighs> on a couple of occasions they've given me some like you know friendly neighborly advice we'll say <laughs> definitely got like I, you could just like like i said you could just like smell it on his breath but it was like it was that combination it was like like you know ethanol but also like it's probably moonshine he made in his garage i just the only real interaction i had with him was one time me like me and you like pulled up to your house and we had slurpees and he yelled out from the window and he was like hey is there rum in that slurpee yeah <laughs> boy <laughs> yes, these are daiquiris we're just driving around with <laughs> you we could have been yeah, we wouldn't surprise me. We did that. Yeah, I remember uh, letting J- Jared drive my car drunk. <laughs> he like almost high centered it, picking up Scott Weiss, and his parents were just like, "What the fuck?" Oh god, <laughs> Scott Weiss, <laughs> you drive the rest of the way. Yeah, something fishy about this situation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Uh, that 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 was when you had that. Uh, it was a Dodge Intrepid, right? Yeah. Oh my god, dude. That 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 Dodge. We had some Intrepid. fun in that car. Dude, we had some fun in that car. I, I feel like that trunk was so large, like it was just a never-ending pit of random shit. Dude, do you remember, <laughs> you could do you remember the time we put like uh, 
I forgot who was in the trunk, but we they were in the trunk, and I drove through that really through the 509 jump. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a 509 back road to put Elliot in there. <laughs> yeah, Elliot was in the trunk. There was like six of us crammed in your car. Right. Uh, we cut through oh, the 509 back roads, which is just orchard road. <laughs> it was so bad. It was like. Dude, it was the worst road. I remember that. Oh my god! Hit dude. that 509 jump at 80 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> everything. I forgot that everything back then was like 509. Everything. You know? Everything was either 509 or 988. Like 9802, well, yeah. 509. It was. It was perfect, man. Uh, okay, so dude, we also of- took. I we also took. Thomas Bussell down that once. <laughs> you guys remember that shit? I don't know if you. I don't know if you guys recall this, Isn't but that like, guy like was it? The, we talking about the giant? No, because we're, it was it was this whole thing, dude. Was this in the back of a truck? Yeah, yeah. It was in. Uh, maybe maybe, it was, maybe this was a couple different cats. This was with like a um, that big truck for a while. Uh, I got it here. I wish I could remember who was there, but anyway. So Thomas Thomas Bussell, like I, I will say, like he was one of those kids in school where he was like off and on. How do I say? He was off and on getting picked on. And, I feel uh, bad for picking and, on him. And yeah. but this is the thing. Like I don't feel bad for this instance because this came. This like the whole idea of like getting him to go down the back roads with us was basically <laughs> sounds so weird uh was, was basically it came, it came from like one day in, our, in a class he like made this like holocaust joke to me and where it was like something about like you know like a bunch of jews in an ashtray or something like that. that's right okay and i was just like fuck this kid man like fuck you thomas and like so then we like so basically we just nazi we, t- we tied him t- we tied him like a mattress or i believe to the truck and then we drove we uh, we had he, he was on the like the mattress and we we're just like you just the whole thing is like you just gotta hang on man <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I think we left him out there too, which I may or may not have happened. That one I'm not unsure of. I gotta get. I remember something. you telling me about that, and I was just like, oh, but the wow. back roads, man, like that shit is ridiculous. It's a fat old man. Five old man. So, so, baby, five old man. Before we <laughs> before we talk about nine eight eight zero two crew, I just want to say one more thing about Whack Arnold's really oh, quick. Yeah, so yeah. I remember there was a time. So we like made that first EP. We played like two shows. But then I remember during this time, like I graduated high school. So I was kind of like, I was going to call it the community college. And I was hanging out with the girl I was dating at the time. Like and we all really weren't hanging out. But I remember like you guys made a series of songs like without me and didn't even like talk to me about it. And I remember at the time, like now I don't care because that was like forever yeah, yeah. ago. But at the time I was like super bitter about that. Oh man. Wow. Wow. I mean, for what it's worth, I do apologize about that. I just, well, I guess it just, I mean, in the moment, I guess that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I remember that because there's always this weird, you know, like, I mean, I, I feel like other people probably experience it too, but like po- sort of post high school, like disconnect in this way. You yeah, know, for like, sure. You uh, And uh, everybody's still there, but you're out and you're like, yep, I'm yeah. just chilling well, today. Until all of a sudden you're on like a school. different, you know, schedule, just, yeah. yeah. I don't know. And yeah. it does a, like, it does, it is strange. But yeah, like, that, that's the thing, though. Like, yeah, the Whack Arnold's, like, it had some different, like, iterations, but mm-hmm. the most fun was, and, like, the foundation of it definitely stems from, like, from, like, 
I mean, not to put the hat on myself, but fits and fits of me, man. And that, <laughs> like that's kind of like that's kind of the fun thing I remember about it is like, oh, you know, me and Dusty, uh, pretty much like me, Dusty, and Rex pretty much started Jay Schmouter. Yeah, you know, from the uh, ashes. You yeah, know, and you and I kind of like really started roped in, uh, got the Whack Arnold's like uh, you know together, and that became this like weird power like weird powerful fun thing for for me to do as a as a kid like it was a great outlet for me yeah was just like you know at home i was just nothing but pent up and so it was just like yeah it's just like this really fun way of just like fucking thrashing and just like fucking with people and it was just having such a fun it was like this weird therapy yeah coke dorn yeah <laughs> screaming coke dorn just just yeah, yeah. with no intention of sounding good like good, that's yeah. thing, like that's the thing like it was like a, for a while it was like a weird mixture of like blast beats and just like <laughs> screams down and, in there yeah. and whatever you guys were like doing i just remember playing shows and like breaking keyboards and breaking mics yep. and just yeah. yeah, I think we discussed last time on how you kickflip and try yeah. to kick the keyboard and hit on the oh, yeah. back. Yeah, dude. <laughs> McGrady definitely remembers that one. He, 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 like, he loved it. It's like such a fond memory for him, though. It sounds like it's kind of cool. Like, but I remember like, that vividly, is, man. He was a sacrificial lamb in our group. <laughs> I felt bad about that, yeah. He was a little bad. He was like... Uh, he was always willing to give it a try, I guess. Yeah, you know, and you're a, like, somebody might get hurt this kid would be like, I don't know if I care. <laughs> Russian <laughs> roulette? To put it. Uh, yeah, might as well give Russian roulette a try. <laughs> oh. yeah, I'll take the lashing for Reedy Hentai or whatever he means. <laughs> you know what he Jesus. told me? You know what manga? he told me was was that the the manga that he was reading that we <laughs> that we punished him for. <laughs> was just like it was one note or a death note death note yeah and i was like dang that's actually like a pretty solid (laughs) piece of work anyway i promised him that he could whip me with a wet towel sometime so we'll get right he'll get his retribution one of these days (laughs) he was gonna take 20 lashings and we're like are you sure after the first couple Jesus, dude, we were so fucking weird and awful. It was really fun. It was really fun. It was in Jameson's backyard. I wonder what his parents were thinking. (laughs) Whipping this kid by the pool. What the? Yeah, I was not there for that. (laughs) They were probably just laughing about it. Yeah, David doesn't want to take any ownership over this situation. Yeah, I was not there. This is what I was getting. I was getting power. I was getting power hungry and drunk with with. with authority at the comic book club <laughs> <laughs> which we also started yeah. yeah which is exactly like we were we were popping those things off man but dude the whack arnolds we had some fun shows man that weird I, I, uh the first show we did like you were talking about with with cut rich and uh jackson who i completely like i said i completely forgot andy was even involved yeah uh, nick jackson the wild card uh that was totally a, that was such a random lineup but you you do remember he was doing like, steppenwolf's was... right <laughs> you do remember doing uh yes magic carver because <laughs> <laughs> we 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 found that's like at the dollar store it was like a the star kid soundtrack yeah, it, was yeah. the, it was the cover of steppenwolf and it was so fucking awful we're like do we got to make our own cover <laughs> it was like 
Jamiroquai's cover or something. It was some weird, like, weird, like, it shouldn't have existed <laughs> cover of, of Magic Yeah. Parker, right. Uh, but yeah, that, that was, that was like, I... <laughs> I just remember like like landing on that song for like you know that'll be like a cover that we don't know how to play <laughs> <laughs> and then we get cut off halfway through our set which Cla- came, I think came kind of yeah. trend, a trend <laughs> yeah, that, yeah it was uh, shut because, you down because during the Halloween night show or the Halloween the haunted theater show mm-hmm. uh, we like, all rolled in like, how did that get booked? Like, how did we get Jeremiah. thrown out there? Fucking Jeremiah. 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 Jeremiah was, like, running that thing, that Prussian Theater, like, haunted house. And so he was, like, oh. organizing the bands and stuff there. And he was like, oh, it's me, buddy. We'll just have the Whack Arnolds play. <laughs> There's, like, 40 people there standing in line to get into this stupid haunted house. I was... I was really bummed about that one because I remember, like, uh, I was working at Target at the time, and so I called in sick that night, and <sighs> I was heading. I was heading to go to the show, and as I'm like walking up, I notice I saw one of my bosses there, so I instantly like turned around and walked away. And that's what. That's why I wasn't there that night. Yeah, I know. I, know, I think man. I remember that. That's such a way. Yeah, I like. I remembered that you could like the like. like couldn't make it but i didn't realize that was like the exact reason i could and then you guys had like a fucking like uh radio interview that night i was like god damn it oh, yeah. it was like it was like some really quick thing on the, on the sidewalk where it's like i don't like how did it quick blurb for kw3 it, it was just but it was just so funny that it was the whack arnold it was like because i remember yeah, the time how it was the hell like, did that happen i was like i don't i couldn't think of like a single like legitimate like group that was like you know trying to I don't think Jeremiah got anybody legitimate there. <laughs> he well, no, 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 sure got his not. friends' bands. <laughs> but, but that was <laughs> what was that? Was that the? I mean, maybe the second time that we got unplugged. Yeah. Uh, but and that was like the one that escalated, like because that one, like yeah, this guy was... from the crowd just walked up and unplugged the the. Holy shit! Really? Yeah. yeah he, the... got, he got so mad about what we were doing. That he, he walked across mean. the court and unplugged the PA system in the middle of us playing on it. Very Jesus. angry dad. <laughs> That's got hilarious, got though. Got called him the knave in the green jacket. It was so fucking <laughs> funny, like, thinking about it, because he was, like, so irate. And you know, don't get me wrong, I, I probably would have, like, it was more like a test of, like, willpower for the people in line, probably. Like, they were just, like, on one hand, they were, like, looking forward to the haunted theater, like, okay, I'm going to get spooked, like, it's going to be kind of fun, my adrenaline's going to pump. And then on the other hand, like, they're trying to, like, drown, you know, ignore, like, the fact that we're just parading their eardrums with noise. Garbage. Like, they, have to, like, they have to spend 45 minutes standing in line listening to this noise or whatever, you know. <laughs> but they have to stand there listening to this noise in order to, like, achieve the haunted theater. And it's like, so, that man broke. He couldn't handle it. <laughs> That's willpower, great. His willpower failed. And he, he walked over and unplugged our PA, and then he got berated by a bunch of fucking teenagers in front of everybody. <laughs> he had just got his, uh, his one year anger management coin that <laughs> set him over the edge he was like i got Jesus. this i got this he's like no fuck it uh, yeah it was so like I, I just remember i one of my favorite memories about that whole thing though was was after the fact we drove rex's truck back around and just drove it into like the kind of main square area that they, that, that they had set aside for this. And we rolled up their drum carpet and took it and threw it in the back of the rug and just drove off with it. 
Jesus. <laughs> We're like, this is how you treat stars. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then and the, the third show got canceled too. We played it the. Uh, that was the one where he was the keyboard stand. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I I broke so I a funny thing about that is like I was trying to pretend like I was Adam from Taking Back Sunday and I was like swinging the mic around and broke it. Oh yeah. And, uh, <laughs> before I moved to Spokane, like I was working at Albertsons and this guy came in like three different times and was like, "Hey, you're that kid that broke my mic. Like, I need the money." <laughs> <laughs> I found you. <laughs> like what? Like Dude, I'm, that show was. I remember getting getting that job with you there, David. Yeah, you got me the job. Yeah, remember the the wine bottle incident? Oh. <laughs> I remember that. Well, I remember that. I remember strategically set it up where I had the, the we had the brute we had the hourly sweeps we had to do. Had yeah. a, a sponge I was walking with, and as I was sweeping by the by the wine, I squeezed I squeezed it so maybe on camera they was water there yeah it technically but, was a, a, and we're we're just like strategically standing by the pharmacy hanging those stupid like a, yeah. a dollar bullshit <laughs> and jared just walks up excuse me sir where are your playing cards <laughs> like, oh yeah they're over there with the wine he just walks over and he just you get, you're like whistling, grab the cards, you kind of like flip it up in your hand, catch it. And <laughs> you got all the wine. I took so much down with me, like it was ridiculous. Like, I, remember, I remember, I mean, like we had it orchestrated. Like we, we, it was like we were trying, we were pulling off like oceans fucking three over here, okay? <laughs> like, you know, it was, we had it done. But I just remember like. The way I the way I spilled was like I w- I was starting to go down and I remember like thinking I better grab stuff before I hit the ground otherwise it'll look like you know and so I just like sweep I just like like clothesline the bottles of wa- of wine onto the ground and there was so much dude it was at least like fifteen fucking bottles broke on the ground we had to clean it yeah yeah it was, like, yeah, it was well worth it but uh, it, but it was just I had wine like, I was like literally like I looked like like uh, fucking Tommy Lee Jones's two face like. I had wine like on half of my body that made me look kind of reddish and I smelled so bad. You just go and get back in Troy's blazer and Dude, the off. blue blazer, man. That thing was that thing was a terror around town if you think about it. You, you know what was the one of the more ridiculous things about that whole scenario? What? Is that the fact that Jared, after you did that and left, like me and Dusty went up to talk to the manager on duty and they were like, oh well. So we had like a streak of incident yeah. free. So they swept it under the rug so yeah. we could continue. <laughs> so we could wear jeans no. on Fridays or something. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Jared, didn't you Swear. Like, cut your pinky open or something? Yeah, it was like, like out of all that, like I did not get hurt like at all, which was surprising to me because of all the broken cut. glass. But I got like this little cut on my finger and they actually made me fill out like a little like. I remember at the form. desk there and we were like witnesses of what happened. I think the next day we all got together at Starbucks and we're like, sitting outside yeah. there. <laughs> How did we even think of that, man? That's great. It's oh like the God, end man. of the Ocean's Eleven movie where they're all sitting outside of Bellagio watching the fountains go off. <laughs> they pull off this massive heist. Sipping our, <laughs> sipping our Starbucks and just... 
Well, I store bucks. Just store, store bucks. bucks. <laughs> <laughs> store bucks. Dude, Jesus. Okay. So, like, whack Arnold's aside like we can talk about that more like in the future too but i do want to touch on the 98802 crew oh yeah you know what i mean like because <laughs> like that was that was a, that was an era that was that, that was that was a fucking that was like a whole era in itself. it was because it was such a fun funny again like and this is the thing that i really like the trend that i saw behind at least all the projects that i was a part of with you guys and it sounds like that in general with everybody like it just like it stems from wanting to like just have fun wanting to like mm-hmm. kind of get some humor like I don't know, just make some laughs make somebody laugh makes piss somebody off probably which will make us laugh you know yeah whatever yeah. and it was just like that like 902 degrees is a very prime example of that because like that was it, it was so just so ridiculous like yeah it's, it's you had you were like the or you had like the parts like you were the one that was like uh i love it stems from just being fortunate enough really almost uh, you know, fortunate enough to have a shred of talent, especially when you hang around somebody like the Dicks Boys that are yeah, he, talented. Because that's yeah. how it's that's how it like originally started. Is one night I was at Elliot and and uh, Calvin's, yeah, and Calvin's. Wow, and I was so it was like first because I I was friends with Calvin first, and then I was just at their house and Elliot was like making some beats, and I was like, let's make a rap song. Yeah, and we made the we, we made the five hundred nine for life, and then like it just exploded from there dude but I remember, my favorite life. part was coming up with all the stupid fucking names for everybody that was dude that <laughs> was like you're gonna be dollar sack <laughs> who you made somebody 40 bomb <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was uh zach street was 40 that's right bomb. that's right <laughs> 40, 40 there's not bomb. even such thing as a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, i like i like kala papa yeah kala papa <laughs> Dollar Tree and Dollar Sack. Dollar Sack. Dude, coins like, is probably the best, though. Coins, coins, <laughs> coins legitimately the coins. best one to me, though. Like, legit, yeah, my easily. side, like, I love coins. Like, coins is the best. <laughs> like, I just always imagine coins with, like, a little C and a Z at the end. Yeah. You think it's a, you think? I thought it was a C and a Z. Yeah, dude. I thought it was a K. You're the coin. You're the coin, so you can you can claim yeah. it how you want. But I just true. Like, you always call just, me the quintessential coin. Yeah, coins. yeah coins. the quintessential <laughs> coins. <laughs> like, yes, yes. Remember, my name is Coins. <laughs> you don't. You Oh, we got it. You got it here. That's a classic line, yeah. Yeah. dude. That's such a classic line. I was actually gonna send that to everybody a while ago. I was like, oh. I'm feeling in my loins because I was like <laughs> listening to that song. <laughs> but uh, man, yeah, like okay, so who who all did? Okay, I mean, I don't know. Everybody's gonna get their name named if if we can. Who do who all do we have? Okay, what was uh, David? What was your like? Did you have an official? I really moniker? honestly didn't. Like yeah, it would DJ, always DJ Fitzalitz. Well, I, I don't know. Like there's her. Fitzy. There is like Fitz. There's like Fitzalitz. I never had like a uh, actual moniker. Everyone I, else did. I, you're kind of so. like you, Puff you, Daddy, you, where you, you just changed it. You didn't Puff Daddy. <laughs> yeah, changed so my know, name. Yeah, you named everybody. You're like the Godfather of everybody. There, you named everybody. But but like, yeah, I never thought that you did either. And I was like, and that was kind of an interesting thing. I was like, I don't think. 
that like i remember you uh, like having much like you usually just use like your name or like even mm-hmm. just like you know part of like fits or something instead of just yeah. like, you know coming up with something rant you know some like completely detached name uh I don't know if that was ever like a conscious decision or not. Like I always love that. I, I love AKAs. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, uh, but there's also something to be said about like not having, you know, just use, using your name. I think that's kind of a fairly bold choice, but. Uh, I think we all try to be anonymous with some of the lyrics. Yeah, but, sure. <laughs> but yeah, with, with, with 9802 crew is definitely part of that. Like we're none of, like all of us were, were still under like, house rule for the most part like we were kind of like trying to be incognito yeah about, about this because it was a very yeah. vulgar yeah. project yeah offensive uh, yeah. the band going through puberty at the time <laughs> you thought <laughs> talking about yeah <laughs> me, and, me and elliot was like uh, <laughs> and then you have rex who's just deep ass voice dude elliot was honestly like the most like like i got better when i got older but like going back and listening to those there's a lot of songs where i was like off beat or trying to fit too many words into a bar and at the time like elliot was so good like all his parts were perfect and i like looking back i was like fuck he probably has like consistent the most consistent uh like good timing i'd say yeah like i definitely there's like one like one of the two tracks i was on like it's completely off time like i was listening to it and it's just like there's like not a single you bar i say completely that is like that like sounds like it that lines up and I was, getting those bucks no it, no it wasn't getting those bucks getting those bucks i have a couple of bars that i'm uh, i'm on you know but crazy ass home milk and tip milk and champion yeah, crazy, yeah, crazy ass home, run, home running tip milk and tip champion, milk and champion. <laughs> yeah dude uh, no, that's a great song. line. It was the other song. It was like uh, five hundred nine cut. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> that was such a funny one to make. I remember, like, I was like, "Let's have it like a phone ringing at the beginning." Love. Oh yeah, that was five hundred nine love. Yeah, we were yeah, talking about cut that entire. Oh song. yeah, five hundred nine love. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> entering the scene at the start. Yeah, dude, like, it was like. <laughs> It's, it's hello so ladies yeah, dude, your voice your voicemail is so smooth what up ladies, ladies. what it is yeah. <laughs> we ain't i was like we ain't never done it before yeah. <laughs> we had to do it we hadn't done it before yeah we had to do it, <laughs> to do it. no we had to do it it was it's so good dude it's like it's <laughs> i love it's it classic uh, it's but, like a tr- that's like a rap song trope yeah it is it is and yeah. that's exactly why i remember we were like into doing it because it was like how are we gonna like yeah. really make this kind of like a play you know it, it's like the deep track on an album but you know never never hears the radio it's know, like, oh, hell, yeah. exactly yeah that was like i mean that was in thinking about it it was just like honestly it was this really like deep vulgar satire of, of like what, <laughs> what rap was at the time which is sort of like a good way to put it like, I, I, don't know, I don't know if you can hear this or not oh shit oh shit what it is ladies <laughs> It's your boys here, kind of 802 crew. I got a little surprise for you. <laughs> this is Sending this out to every female. We had to do it. We ain't doing it yet, so it's like a first time. It's like a track. We got your boys, Dollar Set. 
40 ball and collar popper. I'm ready to make you want this real Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. I needed that. That uh, was so fucking good. <laughs> I needed oh that. God, I'm going to have to listen to that whole song tonight. I am too, <laughs> honestly. Uh, I, I think that... What's up? No, no. You, what, what'd you get? I think that getting, getting, either getting those bucks or Super Smash Brothers were my favorites. Though. Those, those are my two big ones. Super Smash yeah. Bros. I'm not even on, but you guys, you guys fucking slayed it. Like it's such a fun song to listen to. Like, that's yeah. that and that's And it's such a weird by, uh, kind of fun beat too. Honestly. Yeah. I feel like that was inspired by that. It was the first time I ever got drunk at my house. And, Yo. Oh <laughs> God. Hennessy. Yeah, Hennessy. Don't, don't say it. it, it <laughs> you played through the Sma- Super Smash Brothers campaign, just hammered like in ten minutes or something. I don't think I died either. But <laughs> just blasted yeah. through it. We could, yeah, we can not mention what else happened that night, but yeah, let's just keep it with that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, dude, that was. Yeah, that that song's probably my favorite out of like out of the lineup. I, getting those bucks was a really fun one because I was just like the, for me that was just like the first time I, I had participated in the, the, the yeah. crew. The that was the first crew. coin song because that was the second song they had done because prior one was only David and Elliot. So getting those bucks is great. <laughs> that rip off of uh, Bloodhound Gang. No, that that was uh that was um oh that's a five oh was um which five oh nine song is it maybe it's straight up no straight up's the one with no it wasn't uh, straight up it was um it was the one with natural disaster on it uh natural disaster straight up haters straight up hater smash. smash yeah but what was that song called the goddamn crib we're I think no I think I think that song I think that's straight up. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think that's straight up. I think 509. Yeah, yeah that one. This is what's straight this? up. Okay. Uh, then what's the other one? There's one that's like that's like kind of the beat like it starts to like 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 that. Uh, uh, there's like another one that I am thinking of like 509 something. I think it's just you and Elliot. That was that the was, first one. Straight up. Straight up. That, that. okay. So that was the first one for sure. Okay. Never no, mind. 509 for life was the first one, but oh, okay, the yeah, one right. that Dusty okay. played was straight up. Yeah, gotcha. That, that's that's where my yeah. confusion always was with the project. Honestly, like, I didn't know which of those two was like the the original track. Yo, what's up? Oh no! Group, damn right. Yeah, motherfucker. Straight up. Straight up. You gotta get those dollars, bitch. We gotta get those bucks. Books. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we should not play it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll say getting those bucks. <laughs> getting those books. I love that. That, that chorus is so ridiculous. Yeah, I don't, oh my god, dude. I don't remember which one the natural was asked. Was it Lickety Split? No, no. no. I think it was straight up, maybe. But it was. Either uh, way. I'll need to go way, back man. and listen to all those. Yeah, that was a, that was just a ridiculously but fun. Elliot too. killed it on all the beats. Like those beats are dope. Yeah, well, yeah. like that was uh, again. Like we were trying to talk about David. Like it was for. It sounds like for you as well as for me, David. Like we were we weren't really like we didn't really have like music equipment or music around us necessarily like that. No. And so it was when we started like getting introduced to like all of you guys and 
started seeing how musically like oriented like a lot of your guys' activities were it was really fun yeah. to start getting into that world you know yeah being like sure. you know like you know just starting to fuck around with like talking yeah. behind a microphone or rapping or or singing or whatever and then like mm-hmm. you know it, i don't know it was just always impressive to me because it was that what you guys were doing because i was just so foreign to it at the time yeah yeah, yeah like i said we're just lucky enough to have someone like elliot around just like equipment like Elliot and Rex had and just well, yeah, but fucking you know, talent how, about, how, long, had. how long have you been playing guitar though Dusty like I only I started like in 8th grade when I was okay. started hanging around Elliot and Rex and all those guys yeah because okay. I, I mean I put you in that category too Dusty where I think like when I think of like the guys that like kind of helped get me into like you know recording music or playing music uh, you know you like you know, I, I definitely think of like you're right up there. Yeah, it all myself, stemmed so. from like Elliot and Cal. Mostly, and Calvin was a huge influence on our whole group. He was so. so yeah. I feel like at that time, because I remember there was like all anybody wanted to play was metal, and I felt like Calvin was so ahead of his time, and that DFR was so like underappreciated. Oh, that whole like starving eyes bullshit craze. So <laughs> that was I mean, so I was, bad. I was friends with all those guys, and I. I get it, but like it just sucked because DFR was super talented, but people were like, "We just want to listen to metal," you know? Yeah, it was like, yeah, exactly. I agree with you. It was like hard, yeah, no worries. It was like the hardcore metal were popping off in the valley, but DFR was like playing psychedelic rock, mm-hmm. and it was so fucking cool. That's why I got super into it, dude. Like when I was a kid, I was just like, "God damn, dude!" Like you guys are really like, it's just you're all my friends, but it's really fun to fucking watch you guys play and like listen. Yeah, to you they were good. Um, but yeah, Calvin, yeah. everything that Calvin did, it like I was in art class, and everything he did, he was so talented at. It's crazy. Yeah, man, I I think that 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 dude just uh, you know, he's, he's a very gifted individual. Exactly. You know, he's able to hone his uh, focus and like his energy and his concentration into like really, you know, the the thing, his endeavors. We'll say, and I, it really does turn out. Uh, have you ever, David? Have you listened to any of the what the Dix brothers have been kind of doing lately? They have, you Is know, it, so it's called like the. Um, I think I, I think I've seen like on Instagram that he's in a band. They're called like the Vanity Gallery or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what that's what I'm kind of I'm kind of confused by. Yeah, is it? Yeah, is they it, used is, to have uh, the Withering Blooms. What happened with that project? Uh, they all kind of split up because like Jake Guzman was in that with them, and um, it's kind of decided they wanted to do their own thing. Okay. So I remember I went and saw their last show in Seattle. Where was that at? Then. Is that the, the high dive? Oh, I've played there. I love that space. It's a cool place for sure. Um, yeah, so we watched them play their last show there. But it's like almost two years ago now. Yeah. What yeah. was I the was name of that one? Withering Blooms. Oh, okay. okay. They're that pretty name, good. That there's a, there's an album on Spotify if I'm correct of that. And that's actually yeah. check it out, David. It's, it's it's a fun. It's a really Calvin, fun album. Calvin plays guitar or what? Yeah. Yeah. It's like Calvin, Calvin Elliot. Who else was in that one? You said. Um, because I haven't uh, talked to those guys in like over a decade. Austin was Same. in that. Um, hmm. Jake Dudeman. Okay. That's cool that it was all yeah. people that you know they still are friends. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but what about yeah. uh, what about the Vanity Gallery? What? So that's their. Is that the, like the ongoing yeah. project that they're working yeah. on? I think that's a similar thing that they they started without Jake. I like that name for sure. Yeah. It's I've seen some like, like uh, prog rock kind of. 70s style yeah it's like prog psychedelia like because yeah. Huh. Uh, yeah he would they were like huge rush fans so it makes sense dude yeah. i like this is the thing man like you got like 
I think they were huge Rush fans. If I'm correct, Rex, I think Rex was into Rush. Yeah, for Rex, sure. Uh, Calvin definitely got like, when I finally had access to Rush, like I just never listened to him back then. And I never, like my dad never showed me him. You know, my folks never showed me him. Like there wasn't, when I finally listened to Rush, it blew my fucking dick off, dude. Like I go deep on Rush now. Like I go, like, oh, I love it. Like I, I understand. That, I'm like, I'm like, I'm in there. I'm like, yes, they are I think that, the trio, man. They're one of, Neil Peart's, they're one of the most talented bands ever. Like Neil yeah. Peart's probably the best drummer of all time, in my opinion. Rest in oh, fucking peace. Sure. But yeah, like he, uh, well, like what I love, what's so impressive about Pert to me is that he was he was a, an insanely great drummer to begin with, in my opinion. Like, but he recognized that he could even progress, and so he, yeah, like basically just like like relearned his style and like how to like a, you know kind of a different way of playing, like you know during he his wrote, career. Uh, like he basically wrote all their music too. That's yeah. crazy. I didn't know. I didn't know that. All the like the lyrics and stuff was all in like. 2112 was all of him. Huh. Well, and like, you know, I, I can't remember off the top of my head, like, you know, when the passing of some of his family members happened, but you could tell, like, uh, I don't know. Like, I think Pert just had, like, a, a you know, he's like a son or something like that. He or? lost, I think he lost, yeah, he lost some sort of child as, and I think he. I feel like that happened to like four different huge. Oh, yeah. That's like, like Eric same thing. Yeah, I was just going to say Clapton, yeah. Robert Plant. Yeah. You know, what's the cool, you know what's the cool thing about Clapton is that um, he's been clean for like forever. Years, yeah, forever. And I, like, it's just so cool. Like, I don't know. He's yeah. he's definitely like one of those people that's like such an inspiration because how many, you, ever, you know. Yeah. You ever hear how his son died? No. So like so he had this high rise condo that they lived in, and uh, his son would always run and jump off the couch and into the window to like look up. Out. No way. Uh, and horrible. so uh, one day the cleaning lady was there. She dropped the window down, let air in while she was cleaning. And the son ran and did that and flew out the window and fell like twenty stories uh, down on top of another building. And he was still alive for like a little bit or something like that too. And then he eventually died. It was that's like fucked a up. Tragic fucking yeah, thing. That's, yeah, that's that's so sad. That's fucked up. So it's when did? Sad. So uh, do you guys say he's been sober for thirty years? Is that what I? Is that, uh, it's been like, like, like at least twenty. Like, oh my god! I think it was wow. the early nineties he got sober. Because like he was he was into heroin too, you know. I mean, there's a lot. Oh of yeah, I mean that were but those guys were all just like on heroin and just or alcoholics. I, it's it is it's a, it's really cool to see like. Cool. I mean, it is just like I think David you used the right word, inspirational, in a way where it's something to see like people like that, where it's like, I mean, uh, to me, um, one of those guys from like that sort of old guard uh, was like Tom Petty, uh, in a way where it's like the guy was just like this eternal energy machine. It seemed like, yeah, and that's something I, you know, like uh, I, I wish to be, you know, is just like always have the energy to like keep you know making something yeah. or keep being you know doing the things that i want to do and stuff like that yeah. i'm glad uh, that i got to see him live before he you passed saw away it was like it was like 10 years ago at the gorge and it was it was easily one of the best shows i've ever seen damn dude dusty did you ever see him no i feel like he was oh, definitely man, like he was always a he played there every year i think but never i mean yeah. i got to see sticks ario speedwagon and foreigner yeah. all hmm. in one night you so <laughs> yeah I, I heard petty shows were always just like awesome he's just heard, mind-blowing yeah i heard his last tour 
before his before his passing like i heard it like he was like going hard like you know every night which i thought was just like at the time before even knowing that he was like you know before he, he died like, yeah. you know, you're just like damn dude too. say what yeah like cancer the whole time and he's going he did that. man and that, that was the that was the fucking wild thing it's like I don't know, man. It's just that like, takes like I said, a certain type of person. Yeah, exactly. It's like fucking uh, Chadwick Boseman. You're like, what? You're fucking suffering through pancreatic cancer. That no one even knew. Yeah, I, I didn't know. No. Nobody. He's man. still like jacked up for Black Panther and stuff like that. Yeah, man. That that was like that Same. was another real shocking one. It was just sort of like, I don't know. I, again, though, I thought it was really admirable in a lot of ways because it's it's he didn't want the attention yeah the attention but you know that you have like a finite amount of time so you're like what the fuck am i going to contribute you know and so you just try and send spend the rest of your time like leaving that you know contributing in some way yeah Yeah. that's that's what bozeman i think did uh i I think at, at petty's point in life he he had like you know his his contribution to the culture is what to live on forever yeah is solidified forever but yeah. i think he was like more interested in going out on a strong note for you know sure i mean um i don't know it's just interesting like yeah i don't think he was worried about his legacy as much as he was worried about maybe like having the moments for himself in those last ones or maybe i don't no, know man. i mean i don't know i don't know petty but obviously but that's that, <laughs> That, that in, in this weird selfish way i think that's why people create and uh, you know it's not always for people other people it, it, it's it's sometimes it's got to be for yourself yeah you, know, you push stuff out because you need it out, like off of your soul you know you need a, like somebody else to to listen to it or look at it or read it or take you know just take yeah. it on in some form because mm-hmm. good or bad it makes it in this way it's like easier to to carry that that on you you know because yeah it's you know i don't know it just lets it go in this really strange way but also simultaneously really attaches yourself to work that you really care about but yeah i don't know it's i don't know it's interesting but that's something that like i said like i feel like it's really cool about uh this this group that that we had growing up you know it's just everybody always was contributing something everybody was always putting forth like humor and energy and fun and like you know creativity and, uh, and and as adults you see that still with with everybody like everybody's person like you know pushing those same kinds of energies in a lot of ways and it's, it's kind of interesting and it's cool and I'm, I'm really glad that yeah you see like some of the part of all this shit you know you see some shit like flannery turns out now <laughs> dude flannery's super good Flannery stuff's awesome, man, and um, his anime like, rocks. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. awesome. And what's great is that you see him having fun with it. You know, it's all fun music, man. He's like, yeah, kind of making fun of himself at the same time. <laughs> like, exactly. And I think it's really on point for Nick's personality. And I think that like that's the thing that I always loved about everybody was that they didn't hide their personality. In fact, like the, through their create through whatever we were creating and working on was like where we really pushed our personalities out there you know what i mean and it helped it helped uh i think kind of shape all shape shape those a little bit i don't know it's just fucking great man i I really i've really like i really love looking back on all that shit and that's that's why uh it's still kind of fun to like sort of retry and uh recapture some of those energies you know what i mean yeah Um, 
you know i mean i'm always like i'm always trying to randomly work on stuff you know whether it's some random beat that i've cherry picked from jeremiah david like we I, there's that one i posted up i really got to get on like posting a couple more because i'm really i would love to like see what you might write to some some stuff i would love to make some serious shit yeah because that's the thing about you my friend like you've like me i think for a really long time we were we weren't around equipment or means to like get to record yeah and uh but you've always had like really you're just a really talented lyricist and you uh you're a really talented um performer and um i think that's thank you yeah i think that's i think that's just something that like you know i I, you know it's worth continuing on so i think you know yeah definitely um and same thing with you dusty man like what i love about your performing is that you are always fun man like you're like you did like you're always how do i say you're not afraid to be the center of attention sometimes it <laughs> felt like and i thought that was something that's it's so fucking cool about you like sometimes i like even though i like i always did vocals and like it seemed like uh you know i i was uh there for the attention like uh, attention always makes me nervous and uh oh yeah oh no i get that for and sure. i and <laughs> i don't I, I mean but i don't handle it as well as other people like when i get those that kind of nervous it's like sometimes i tense up sometimes i i will handle I'll, like you know i'll get i'll get loose but most of the time i'm just like okay let's just <laughs> let's just do it let's get like yeah okay <laughs> you know and slowly i'll get into it but yeah i don't know man like it's it, like i don't know it's like i said like uh, that's something i've always liked about uh, i've always loved about you dusty is that like, you seem to find a way i mean whether you do it intentionally or not or it's a struggle <laughs> for you you seem to always find a way to kind of like turn that into like a positive sort of like fun yeah. fun energy like pretty quick it's like a pretty quick turnaround for you at least <laughs> you <know? laughs> always look on the bright side of life Oh, there it is. Was, Absolutely. Did you? I was just reading all about this. I never realized back in the day that that Monty Python was that, that the Holy Grail was funded so much by musicians. Have you guys oh, heard really? about all that? Uh-uh. Like Pink Floyd, uh, Led Zeppelin. They must have all been huge fans of the Flying Circus. Then. Yeah, yeah. They like all basically the Monty Python, the Holy Grail wouldn't have ever gotten made unless they had like all these like major groups donated tons of like pounds to to, to the group pounds of pounds yeah it's really kind of cool i was like i was like holy shit man like and you're right like i think you're spot on dude i think they just were all really big fans of of the monty python true dry ass humor i remember luke gillespie's mom show, used to bring home she used to work at the east Wenatchee library and she would bring home vhs tapes of monty python the flying circus and me and luke would watch them and just crack the fuck up like <laughs> like yeah i i mean i remember seeing those uh, late night infomercials for box sets of monty python's flying circus Dude, i i sort of miss late night infomercials <laughs> yeah i know i, I never still, still hear the girls gone wild these songs. oh god <laughs> those are great have you ever, did you ever did you guys ever buy anything off of an infomercial no, no never no if I there's wish. one thing if there's one thing you could have bought off of an infomercial is there anything that you would slapjack <laughs> wait what yeah. you say fl- flapjack <laughs> oh snapjack uh is it was it nut crusher 
Oh, the guy is really oh yeah. yeah. What was that called? That was revolutionary. That, that, the, that towel that just soaked up everything. The oh, sham wow. Dude, the yeah. sham wow. from Vince. Didn't that guy die of a drug overdose? I think, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know for sure, but I'm going to say That's yes. Sad. Yeah. Oh, slap chop. Uh, slap chop. Slap chop. Yeah. He also was slinging that. But I believe slap he had chop. Yeah. Slap chop. That's right. Uh, yeah, no, I heard, I remember like the story of Vince, the sham wow guy, getting into like a, some sort of like intoxicated altercation with a, a, a hooker or in <laughs> like Florida or something yeah. like that. And mm-hmm. there was like, like basically like, it, like from the photos, it looked like he got the crap kicked out of him. Yeah, I remember <laughs> seeing this mugshot. And uh, it was like, as I don't know, it was just like such a strange thing. Because at the time, you're just like, I don't know this guy except for Shamwow yeah. <laughs> and Slapchop. Slapchop. <laughs> uh, really random. Yeah. Who's the guy that used to do the OxyClean commercials? Billy, Billy Mays. Yeah. Billy Mays here. Dude, that guy cared about your clothes. <laughs> I like the guy for the um, flex seal. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Anytime, anytime there's a seal, just... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, flex it's so ridiculous. It's, it's, like, it's absurd. You can flex seal this person's face. <laughs> it takes a dark turn. <laughs> we would have had some fun with that shit if it was out during high school. We would have been like flex seal and shit. <laughs> Dude, yeah, that would have been, been no good for the town. Flex <laughs> sealing people's mailboxes shut. Dude. <laughs> Not that I think it's a good idea now, but if we had that idea back in the day, I definitely would have wanted to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck the sledgehammer. Maybe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's like not talk bit. about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But there's... That... Oh, the statute of limitations might have passed by now. <laughs> there's definitely. But, okay, like... real quick though, do you guys remember the mustard bottle? Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh yes. I, I think I about do. that and just die <laughs> laughing. The how outrageous whole incident was, and then it we're in Rex's shop one day looking through the newspaper and finding the clip, yeah, water of it. I saw that. I was I I could not believe that. I was just like, oh fuck. I don't I don't remember that the plotter, but oh my god, dude. Yeah, I definitely vividly remember that, which is strange because I remember like that night. I also helped. We also think drank up like a liter and a, a half of well, or somebody. I mean, maybe yeah, you guys were we maybe, you guys were shit faced, and, and like the three of me, Elliot, like Rex and Zach Street were in the car. Like, yeah, but it's the most. It was terrifying at the time. At the time, but yeah, it's a. Uh, Jesus. It's there. It's there. <laughs> How did we even get booze? Like, I don't even remember. <sighs> That's the strange thing. Didn't you, go, you would go into, um, what's this place's house? And just oh, no. Sc- uh, Scott's was, grandparents. <laughs> was Scott's grandparents. Like, yeah. Scott would, like, every yeah, now Scott and then, would get it. Every now and then, there. hug, like, a half gallon of gin. And really? then yeah. the El- it was the Ellison brothers, dude, because yeah. they were always left at home by themselves. Man. That's right. They yeah. were, their parents were pretty, like, pretty. It was always a party, pretsy, yeah. And there was, so, and they were always gone. And so, like, yeah, yeah. I remember Basically, that. I can't I remember if it was Josh, if it was Josh or uh, Josh was the younger one that was in Scott's grade. Yeah, but who's the? I mean, I can't remember Jeremy. His name. Jeremy or Josh, who like was just like, yeah, just come over and. Yeah, basically, you just like grab, come over and grab stuff or something, and so we t- definitely took him up on it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like Grand, Mar- Grand Marnier, but no, oh, dude, yeah, the Hello Goodbye we're, dance. Night. We were classy that that, that day, but uh, 
Yeah, Josh, Josh Ellis. I actually, I, uh, I refed basketball with him for a season. That, that was like that was like a, the random strange connection I had there. But David, you kind of knew Jeremy though, didn't you? Yeah, we were like when I when I first moved to Wenatchee in like seventh grade. Like we were we were friends for a little while. Um, yeah. Then we kind of grew apart. But yeah, yeah, I do I do remember that at that time, like they were living with their dad, and he was always their gone. Dad. Yeah, yeah. Okay. and it was like I, this I, big house, and it was always a party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there was you... always like a party there. It was crazy, uh, and it was like it was just like it wasn't even that far up the road from where I lived. It was like right. Like, up 8th street or whatever it was yeah it was on, like, on 10th or whatever 10th yeah yeah or, or whatever but it was just like yeah i was just like damn dude like do you um do you remember that go back to that hello goodbye dance night like one of the first times i hung out with you guys and you went to the ellison's and got like bottled grand marnier i do remember the grand Marnier, man i remember being very i was like i, was like, then, I thought this would taste different but yeah. it's... <laughs> and then we we went over to <laughs> This name came to my head the other day because I saw him. Uh, we went over to Nick Sauteropoulos' house. Oh my god, oh, man. dude. I haven't <laughs> thought about that cat in forever. <laughs> hanging out in the front yard and like a cop was driving by and David took the Grand Marnier. Put it behind a rake. I do remember that. <laughs> the rake didn't hide anything. <laughs> no. Jesus. But you tried it. <laughs> I do. He I was a character. Yeah. I swear yeah, yeah, I saw he him was. the other day outside of Arlbury. <laughs> that's wild. Man. And it's just like Obi Wan. That's a name I haven't heard in a long time. A long time. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, that was it. Like David, I think you were always a little more connected with the Wenatchee kids than than I was. And I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if that was the same same case for you, Dusty. But like, I feel no, like not really. Yeah, I, I guess David was dating girl from that school or something or what? Yeah. Yeah, well, but even before time, that, I, I thought you. Were, I, I've, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm speaking out, but, uh, but I just feel like you had a better, like you were kind of like a little more connected with them in general than like the rest of us, which was kind of interesting because, like, there was always that like, I don't know, Wenatchee East Wenatchee divide in a way, yeah. right? With with like everything yeah. in the valley, it was it was, I don't know. it was so stupid. Yeah, it was like like we can't hang out with them. Yeah, but yeah, it was like a weird. It, it started like it started with me because I was friends with like Chris and uh, and and like Chris and Bryant were friends with all those Wenatchee guys, and that's how that started. Yeah, because they I were started doing meeting oh, yeah, from the bands and stuff. Yeah, but then yeah, when I was dating, um, yeah, uh, I met a bunch of people from Wenatchee. Yeah, yeah, because that's right, that's right. Uh, Bryant and Chris Burge were playing in a band with Save the Hero. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah they're playing Save the Hero, which which I remember they they were actually pretty cool. They were good. Cause, yeah, because you know, Bryant was like fucking insanely talented at drums. He's one like, of those guys that's just good at everything. It's weird. Yeah, yeah, and it, like obviously his painting as a uh, yeah. speaks for itself. But um, yeah, yeah, it's like Save the Hero because that was also with uh, wasn't David Kasnick in that for a bit or something? Or, yes, no, that, and that was yeah. the connection there. And then James Dorsey. Yeah, James yeah. Dorsey, who's like a like jumps off things now or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Just, have you seen any of that? Have you seen any of that cat's good? It's gnarly. Yeah, dude, it's like no joke. He like he yeah, he just like I watched a video somewhere of like and I didn't even think I, I saw the name James Dorsey and I was like I didn't register it at the time. Huh. And I was like, Oh shit. And then yeah, like it, you know, it was just him jumping off of like a fucking tower or something like that. Like, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that that that's right. Like, and I remember that kind of was what bled into the whole, 
uh, sort of like metal apocalypse thing that kind of happened in the valley where everybody yeah, was, that was because because one well, was like one one person listened to Avenged Sevenfold uh, Unholy Confessions and then like it just sort of like oh, spilled yeah. out from there. that mixtape that made its way around. But it had all this metal on it and stuff. That was not, I wouldn't even consider it metal this, these days. <laughs> no, met, I mean, metal is just like a whole different thing now. You it's like metal to, core, yeah. Try yeah. talking to Caleb McGrady and Jeremiah about metal. Like, it's like they are, the, the way they talk about metal music is like a completely different yeah. level of like how I even think. Yeah, I never really got into metal as much, but yeah, I've always been more the alternative. Definitely. Uh, Maybe some emo stuff, some pop punk. Of uh, course. Yeah. All yeah. that stuff. Definitely, like, yeah, definitely, like, I don't know. Like, I listen to so much different stuff right now, which is kind of like, I really, I've, I've been like purposely trying to like broaden my horizons at the moment. So I've been making Jeremiah, not making, yeah, Jeremiah has been s- sending me like seven, eight tracks a day of like just random stuff that he, he's like listening to. And so it's helping kind of push my envelope a little bit. That's cool. Um, yeah. But, but well, because for me, like, and this I think comes from like not having actively having like music around until I was really like, I was able to burn CDs from people and stuff like that, or like get things on my Dell app. On oh, your Dell pod? Like, yeah, my Dell pod. Uh, <laughs> when I was like, you know, in teens. But it was like, I just like, I'll listen to it. I get stuck with like the same things, you know what I mean? Like, I'll just like, and it's not that they're bad albums or like bad, you know, groups to listen to, but it's just like, I don't know. Sometimes oh, you find you find your niche, and you're like, uh, "This is what yeah. I like." Yeah. yeah, and that's not bad at all. But it's like it's sometimes you know it's just I, good I to step I, outside your comfort zone. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess I just don't listen to current music enough. I listen to like old, like everything's in retro. You know, everything's yeah. like five, ten years behind. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, oh, I get that for sure. Yeah, I don't know. It's a. Yeah, I don't know. It's. Music, music's always been like one of the things that I've just, for myself, just. Uh, I wouldn't. I think, I think it helps bind. It helps like definitely like attach. Uh, yeah. You know myself to other people. It's like the other day I to, like, connect um, to people on that level. Who was I listening to? Okay. I remember I was watching and uh, wrote wrote the joy started playing, like the the bright eyes song, mm-hmm. and I was, I was like all of a sudden just snap back to that you know that bright eyes mood and just was like listening to all his shit yeah like forgetting like how much i was into that and like i remember when like C- case of casadega came out or whatever that was a pretty huge album i always thought some people yeah. didn't like it but yeah i was like oh my god that takes me back to 10th grade <laughs> yeah that's true that's true uh yeah man if i'm trying to think of like my favorite things that were on my Dell pod. What, like, you, you guys got that, like, what, the Dandy you know, Warhols whether, were on there? Whether, yeah, the Dandy Warhols, dude. Jesus. Whether it was, uh, actually, that album, I still listen to that album. Sometimes. I haven't listened to them in so long. Um, what about you guys, though? Like, if, if you're thinking about, like, is there any, like, old iPod, uh, it was sta- always staples or, like, old, uh, burn CD staples or whatever? Like, always I'm, Bright Eyes, Death Cab. Yeah, exactly. Postal yeah. Service, yeah. Postal, yeah, service. yeah. Postal Service. David, you all, you introduced me to Postal Service for sure. December like, uh December, yeah. Um yeah. Neutral yeah. Milk Hotel shit like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah Neutral Milk. I was so bent when they like when Neutral Milk did that tour and the tickets were just so expensive 
for I it. I, it. Yeah. I mean, I believe I think, because yeah. everybody was asking for it since they stopped, since, you know, and '85 when they stopped playing exactly, music. Exactly, and so <laughs> I mean, they definitely were able to pull it off. But I was just like. There goes my hopes of seeing Neutral Milk Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. that's a... Okay, here, here's the question for you, really, I guess. Is the what, like, coming out of COVID, like, shit, you know, and, like, mu- live music being closed down, like, what's, like, a... What's, like, a group that you hope to see uh, either first or, like, hope to see before they, like, you know, retire? Like, I'm worried about, like, Tenacious D coming, um, like... Not, yeah, not playing shit live shows. In the I don't think like Kyle Gas is getting old. I don't know if they're ever gonna play. I mean, they put out that one random cover single of a Beatles song. Yeah, and then <laughs> I don't know what the point of that was. <laughs> I, I think they just. Have, I think ja- they both have. You know, I think they have recording studios. So they're able to do yeah. stuff like that. But yeah, but but you, does that make sense though? Like, does it, like they I really hope that. Yeah, I w- I've really, always wanted to see them, but they, I don't never... think they really toured with Rise of the Phoenix. So no, I don't think they did either. And that's what worries me, you know, like thinking about it now, I'm just like, because there hasn't been live music, it's made me think yeah. of all these people that I've wanted to see. Spoon's another example. I've never seen Spoon, oh, but I've always wanted to. I've always wanted to. Uh, see just, Spoon I'm, and Rooney. I'm, more, I'm just worried that I won't Spoon and Rooney. Uh, yeah, that, that would be. That'd be a, that'd be a, that'd be a long long night uh <laughs> but no but like i just i really hope that like you know some of these groups do start getting you know, yeah out back on the road um not to put them at, at you know at, you know any sort of peril but you know for consuming i just like there's so many that i would just love to see is, is there like any group for you david mm, that's tough man i don't know i mean there's still a couple like i've still never seen bright eyes which that's like obviously probably the top of the list um, he was supposed to play here this year, actually, but they got canceled because of COVID, obviously. Uh, um, where was he going to play at? The Fox Theater or something? Or? Um, I'm pretty sure it was at... Um, Knitting Factory? Yeah, Knitting Factory. Um, I don't know. Yeah. That's a good I, question. I know, it is kind of tough Like when you start racking your brain about that kind of... What about you, Gil? I really, like, honestly, I really haven't listened to much music lately. On Fort, like, you know, I used to be obsessed with it, but I need to get back into it more. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. I find that I I find that I listen to music in like the the best time of the uh, that I have for music is when I open the cafe I work at. Yeah, so that makes like, sense. From like six thirty to about seven thirty, when the other person that I work with gets there, I'm okay. able to just like I just plug in some music and I just kind of like do my thing. Make them yeah. into your shit. And uh, yeah, and well, and it's nice because you know it's like the only time of day really that I that I do have that I can just like sit and just tune things out or what or yeah. you, know, you know put things you know put it on to like enjoy it other than that it be, you know music has become very background stuff for me a lot of times it's yeah. you know it's something that, that's playing or it's something that is put on because there's people around or you know there's something happening uh, yeah background music yeah. yeah i'm with you though david it's like that's why i've been trying to like intentionally sort of like get myself back into finding a good idea things yeah. you know but yeah, I don't know. What about you though, Dusty? What do you got like a, a group that you're hoping uh, doesn't doesn't disappear? That what kind of mm, rises, not really. rises I mean, from I, the ashes. You know, I see Tenacious D. Um, I mean, I don't think they're. I probably will ever play really again, unless it's like some sort of random small show in L.A. or something like that. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Unfortunately. Yeah, I've always wanted to see Manchester, so but now they're starting to tour again. So <laughs> fair enough, dude. Uh, Dave, do you like Manchester Orchestra? Never really got into them. I, mean, yeah. I should check it out and see what I th- think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You should. You should give it. You should give it some listen. 
Um, but yeah, I'd definitely go see him. I've seen Manchester twice, shockingly, actually. Uh, once you seen with, with brand new? Yeah, once was with the, on the brand new tour, which was fucking killer. That was in Portland. They're in, they're incredible live, yeah. We drove like from when it was like we were in Wenatchee we drove from Wenatchee we left so late and we thought we could get back that we like we're all so tired that we just had to pull over on the side of the highway and sleep for a while <laughs> and then some guy came up to the window because we had our lights on it was like knocking on the window and woke everybody up are you guys okay <laughs> yeah we were just like we like rolled down the window quickly and was like yes and then we just drove off because <laughs> we were just spooked we were just like what the fuck just happened <laughs> right but yeah that was cool and then i saw him with uh biffy clyro at the show box and that was that was a cool that was a cool show too actually yeah. i i had some interaction with the biffy clyro guy people cool. have you guys ever listened to them they're kind of like mm-hmm. uh, i'd say like no. sort of rock but they also have like a tinge of emo i'd say <laughs> i think they're from scotland so yeah, I know Manchester would tour with like, um, I know we invested into like the Front Bottoms, which I, I kind of got into them more after it was in Manchester, but yeah. they're definitely more of a emo rock. Yeah. So. Yeah. I just saw that Wilco, of all things, Wilco is uh, oh God. doing a tour. I haven't listened to Wilco, and a new Wilco, Wilco album in a while, but um, I definitely had some of their like songs on rotation for a bit. But uh, they were like randomly playing a show here in Olympia, and it, like the tickets for this local Olympia show are like over a hundred bucks. And I was like, Yeah, this, fuck this, that. Yeah. I was like, I was like, if I'm gonna ever spend a hundred bucks to go see somebody, it's not gonna be fucking Wilco at, <laughs> at like the right. Performing it, Arts Center in in Olympia here. <laughs> like, they're gonna fair. get the hips, hipsters a shallow money to see Wilco though. Yeah, well, it's just, I mean, like, the theater that it's at is, like, such a kind of, I mean, it's, like, you know, it's a performing arts center, like, for a town. It's, like, kind of stuffy in there. It's not really, like, meant to be, like, a live music venue, you know? Yeah, kind of like Wenatchee's little pack. Yeah, it's, like, it it can work if if you want it to, but it's definitely not, like, not really built for that. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. That's that's strange. Well, guys, this has been, yeah. It's I gotta get going to get 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 some dinner here. Yes, but it's been fun. Yeah, dude, I really sure. appreciate this. Like, I hope I hope you guys uh, know that I do want to do another like more of these in, yeah. in the future. I'd love the energy we, between the three of us. So I would love. I to feel like them. we could talk forever. So yeah, we definitely can. Yeah, but you're right. We have almost talked forever. It's like a, almost about a buck fifty here. So we'll, you know, we'll we'll call it. I really appreciate it and love both of you guys. Sure. I hope I hope you guys. Yeah, have- you too. Have a good evening and all that. Uh, I, I, this has been just like a, another wonderful occasion for myself. So I really, I really appreciate these. Comments. Another town hall. Another town hall with the boys. <laughs> Love you guys too. It was fun. Yeah, for man. Sure. All right. Well, hey, you all get right. some good dinner. You, you get some nutrition in you, Gil. I don't know what you're doing next, but get some nutrition too. It's always good for you. <laughs> <laughs> I will. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, have a good evening, fellas. Talk to you soon. Peace and chicken grease. Yes.